After over 25 years of broadcasting into homes across Australia, the Minister for Communications, Paul Fletcher, intends to switch off community television stations by June 30 this year. Community television provides an open access, free-to-air platform for Australians to connect, to learn, to educate, to express themselves and showcases our diverse and vibrant local communities. But on July 1, it will be gone from the airways forever. Instead, it will be replaced by up to five years of white noise. The federal government has no alternative planned use for the spectrum community TV occupies and will be unable to do anything in its place for years to come. There is no upside and no explanation. We ask Minister Fletcher to show his support for the remaining stations and to keep local TV on TV. For more information, email info at c31.org.au. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Uh, listen to Get Serial Fridays with your hosts, Thea and Luca. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, National Volunteers Week this week. Um, so shout out to all the sinners out there and everyone around Australia doing their thing, volunteering. Um, thank you for your service. Uh, you can also catch up on the show uh, via our socials. So on Facebook, Get Serial, Twitter, Instagram as well. Um, and on Snapchat, that's Get Serial 907. Um, yeah, so Thea, how, how are you doing this morning? Not bad this this Friday morning. Um, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, it's just, again, just at home, um, as probably everybody else is, just uh, trying to keep myself occupied. Um, what about you? Yeah, yeah, same, same, in the same boat. Um, just figuring out how to fill in the time when I'm not working on that. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing here. Work is actually kind of a nice reprieve, I must say, from um, just kind of being at home and going slowly stir-crazy. But, um, yeah, speaking of being at home, um, yeah, it is a really good time this week to think about all the volunteers and especially seeing as we are volunteering for SIN by doing this and we're very thankful for that opportunity and so many um, sinners do such an incredible job and um yeah i think we're we're both doing okay <laughs> recording from home i think yeah it's been great um it's different but it's good yeah different is a is a choice word it has been very different but um it's been fun and new um and speaking of fun uh <laughs> we're about to play um a couple of songs for you in a second um so the first one that we're going to play is from the uh, local feature album from Sweet 16 this week. Um, it's from Donny Benet, who's very much beloved Australian artist. Um, and I listened to this track just before and it's so fun and funky. I think it might lift people's spirits a bit. So um, the song is called One Night in Paradise from Mr. Experience. Um, the song is actually uh, from the album that is coming out, I think, today, if it's the 22nd. Um, so that's really exciting that we're getting to play it. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. 
You're listening to Get Serial on Sin with Theo and Luca. You just heard a brand new song from Maya, He Wants to Know You. Um, it's a brand new single from Maya. Um, I first heard her in a dive bar in Footscray. Her voice is really captivating and soulful, and the single matches that as well. She's also releasing a music video to accompany that single, which is going to be released next Friday, so May 29th, so keep her on that. Awesome. You heard her live. That's right. Yeah, cool. yeah. My friend, my friend Starv was opening for Maya in 2018. And, ah. and there. yeah, so. Whoa, very cool. What an awesome experience. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Both, both of them are equally talented. So it was, I'm glad I was glad to be there that night to witness them play her life. That makes me miss live music, actually. Oh, yeah. Really live music. Damn. It'll be, it'll be back soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah, when it's safe too, most importantly. Um, but yeah, if you're also listening, uh, missing live music, uh, I might have something to tide you over till then. Um, mm, or you it? might have already or heard of it. Um, so there's a little-known story called, uh, called Normal People that has um, captivated the world um, at this very moment. Um, so originally a novel by Sally Rooney that has been um, – uh, turned into a show that I think in Australia you can stream. Um, so yeah, I I wanted to bring this up because have you have you watched it, Luca? No, I've never seen the show and I have not read the book, unfortunately. But I've heard good things. Oh, yeah, you're like extra extra out of that loop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> sounded very hard. Obviously, it's fair enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, no surprise you've heard about it because I feel like it's everywhere when I – it's, like, on – you know, when I'm on social media or just, like, talking people. Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about it was because I have this kind of strange – so I read the book, like, a couple of years ago and my mum just gave it to me and I was like, oh, I've never heard of this before. And then I really, really loved it and was, like, raving to people about it and was so obsessed with it. And then I think, yeah, then I heard it was becoming a series – like a TV series, and I was kind of like, I was excited, and then it came out, and then everybody's talking about it, and it's this whole thing, and I have this kind of thing like, that just doesn't feel as special to me anymore. Like something like unique I, was taken away from you by everyone enjoying it. Yeah, which is not like I don't like that I felt that way because obviously it's great, and you know I want the author to Sally Rooney to. And, and the actors, like, you know, they've done such a great job and it's so great that people like it. There's, like, literally nothing bad about it. But I just have this feeling, like, maybe I just wanted it to be this special little thing that only I knew or something, which is weird. I don't know. Have you ever felt like that about a, a book or something you've liked? Um, so when I was younger, I read this um, novel called Phantom Tolbooth by Norton Eusta. Um Barely anyone has read this book, but I first watched, when I first watched the film adaptation, it was like into animation, which I think really, uh, what do you call it? Like it captured the essence of the novel. And it was mm-hmm. by like the same people that made like Looney Tunes, like Mel Blanc and all those, all those American animators there in the seventies. And it's just wacky voices, weird, wonderful, random things. And when, <laughs> like reading the book again, you feel like, yeah, this, this matches what I'm seeing, but more people will think it's just another random like Looney Tunes animation and not realize that it's based on an English novel. So 
Right. Okay. That makes that sort of I sort of understand that feeling of some people are just gonna like see it and watch it, not think about it much, or they'll like for like for instance, with normal people, I was like, oh, they're just going to see it and think it's just like another teen romance, like any of the other ones on like Netflix or Stan or something. Um, and then, but like, I'm like, oh God, I had this like very in-depth, like this detailed story that I was so connected with. And like, people are just going to like watch it and just think it's good, but then just like not think about it. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's similar, maybe that's like similar, I don't know. Like you, you first saw it and thought, oh, this, is, this is all for me. And now the whole world is getting like a go of it. Yeah. Okay. I see you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But it's not, I mean, I think yours makes more sense because maybe people, um, I think a lot of people know that normal people and a lot of people have read the book. I'm not sure. I haven't heard of the book you're talking about, but um, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's slightly different in some way. I think it was a generational thing because like, my mom, my auntie, like, kind of introduced me to this, like, world that I hadn't read about or watched. So, yeah. It wasn't part of, like, the zeitgeist of my generation. So something that was passed down. Yes. Mm. So it's this kind it's, – it still retains some kind of special element of it, maybe. Yeah, it's like a nostalgia thing, you know. Yeah, and I guess because you're a family, maybe that makes it sort of also more special. Yeah, sure, that sentimental value. Yeah, well, I guess at the end of the day, you know, if you like something, you want other people to like it. So maybe I just have to put my my um, contrarian ego aside and just <laughs> just let people enjoy things. <laughs> yeah, man, um, you, you leave me all shook. <laughs> ah, right. Uh, spe- speaking of being all shook, which Luca is nicely plugged in there, we're, uh, we're going to play a song for you now. Um, so by TK Meitzer, whom um, I'm, if you haven't heard of, go check out her stuff now. She's an Australian artist. Very awesome. I've seen her live before and thought she was so dynamic and cool. And she's um, got a new song, um, a single out now called Shook. And, uh, yeah, enjoy this one. It's a lot of fun. Language warning. Good morning, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to us on Get Serial this morning. You're with your hosts, Thea and Luca. And uh, if you've been listening um, from this morning, you'll have just heard an amazing song called The Present by Simona Castricum. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I saw her live, I think, um, saw them live, sorry, like last year at a festival. And, yeah, extremely dynamic performance. And I'm really enjoying the kind of electronic vibes of that song. Um, and if you want to hear more music um, by some awesome Australian artists, um, head on to sin.org.au um, and check out our Sweet, Sweet 16 playlist and also um, check us out on our socials. Um, so that's Get Serial on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Great plug there. All right. Um, today's word of the day is neoteric, which means recent in origin. Or modern is like another synonym for that word. And it's weird um, to say that because <laughs> neoteric is like an old word, something that represents something new or modern. Mm. Yeah. It's got Latin what? roots and no one no one says that in like a modern day speech, you know. 
No, what's the, what's a, is there an example of how you use it in a sentence? Or I guess. Um, the crustaceous period is not neoteric. Oh, so it's more like a, you wouldn't say like neoteric music or something. Sadly or not, maybe. but that would sound way better. Just as like drop that into conversation. That should just be a genre. Like, I don't know what it would be, but um, Let's bring, I like, like it. archaic words into, like, everyday speech. Yeah, imagine dropping that one in. Well, anyone listening, like, feel free to do that because if someone just said that to me, I'd, I'd, one, think they're really smart, and, two, probably want to use it myself. So I love that. Anything with Neo in it I think sounds cool, maybe because I like The Matrix, but um, I just sure. think that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so nerdy. (laughs) 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 I I couldn't help myself, though. I feel like that's just, you know, who wouldn't? I mean, there's esoteric. I know that's a word, right? Yeah. I'm going to just be embarrassing here, and, like, I don't know what that means, though. Esoteric. Maybe I should look it up. I don't know either. Well, we're all at, hang on, hang on. I've got a sudden recall. Huh? Esoteric means <laughs> intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with a specialized knowledge or interest. That just, you know, that just popped up in my head just then. Um, so you mean so- sim volunteers? <laughs> oh, esoteric. Yeah, specifically the two of us. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, speaking of uh, speaking of volunteers, we were going to quickly chat a little bit about, um, uh, g- or given there's a spotlight on National Volunteers Week this week, um, we've been broadcasting at home and um, we were just going to talk a bit a little bit about, like, pros and cons of what that what that is being here versus being in the studio. So what are some of your, what are some of your pros? Let's start positive. Um, well, I can have, like, a beverage, like... Any kind of beverage I have, like water or tea or whatever, coffee, and still record. There's a lot of multitasking happening. Um, mm-hmm. Using your personal device as uh, a tool for recording, I think is another pro. Indeed. Big pro. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's about mm-hmm. it, really, for me. I think a big one is being able to record. I'm literally on my in my room on my bed right now, so that's kind of nice. I will say. Okay, so there's comfort factor in it, yeah. But I think the significant cons, I think for me, would have to be not being able to see you or see the person I'm presenting with because I think that's that's quite hard. Yeah, I totally agree with that. There's a lot of mm-hmm. – it goes into, like, feeding off each other's energy or vibe in the situation. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I guess, like, being in the studio makes you feel like you're – presenting you know like there's this thing of like separating your space in a way you know i feel like oh i'm in the studio like it's nice to feel like that's happening yeah the the scene spaces do have a special energy um i don't know how to explain it maybe aliens (laughs) maybe they've just blessed it in some way and it's just there's just some cosmic beauty yeah like scene studios nascar lines who knows Something, something in that. I don't even know what that is genre. Yeah, maybe um, maybe a worm in heaven came down and blessed blessed us with the with the energy of the Sins videos. Goodness, 
You're shocking. I'm, I'm really bad with these segues today, huh? They're just really, you know. <laughs> like, you know, you can just make it work because um, if you didn't catch that, so uh, Worm in Heaven is the next song that we're going to play for you now. It's by Proto Mata. You like Proto Mata, don't you? I love Proto Mata. I just discovered him this year and I've just been listening to Proto Mata like on the loop the last two or three albums and can't wait for the album coming out in July. Excellent. Well, um, that's a pretty nice lead up. So uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm like a halfway fan of Proto Mata and I, I like this song. So, um, yeah, enjoy this track. You're listening to Get Serial on Sin with Thea and Luca. Just heard a brand new track from Haley Williams and the song's called Dead Horse. It's one of our international feature tracks on this week's Sweet 16 playlist, which you can find on sin.org.au, the Sin website. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a great well, it's a it's a great return uh, to hear Haley Williams again. Um, different kind of song, different genre vibe, I think. But yeah, digging mm. digging that she's back at least. Yeah, it's um, it's very. I'm not um, I wasn't a big Paramore fan or anything. I'm um, just never ended up listening to it. Um, but it is very cool whenever an artist decides to do their own thing. So um, I I I listen to that track and I'm hoping to listen to more of her music to get a feel of of sort of where she's going. Um, but it sounds very interesting so far. Um, but yeah, speaking of uh, interesting things, um, that's that's a bit of a weak connection, but but it's true. Um, so we're going on to our um, our regular segment that we now have here on Friday morning, um, where we talk about uh, the things that we recommended each other to try this past week, um, and then yeah, discuss what we think about them, and then recommend some new things. Um, and I did want to say, Luca, just before we get into it, um, uh, I actually did another plyometric workout which is what you recommended that I try last week, but I did it uh, yesterday. That's so good. I'm so proud of you. I didn't, I didn't do yoga again. I'm sorry. But, yeah, good on you for doing plyometrics again. That's great. That's right. I actually did yoga today, so I sort of I made up for you in oh. that respect. But um, Well done. <laughs> I know. I know, sweet. Um, but I was so surprised that I wanted to, because when I tried it last week, I was like, this is really hard, and I'm not sure if I'm going to want to, like, keep doing it. But I just, like, had this urge to, like, do something really difficult. Um, and I felt so good afterwards. So anyone listening that wants to kind of, you know, try the activities or they feel a bit hesitant, just give it a go because, you know, you might be surprised at what you you end up wanting to do. Um, but, yeah, so uh, that's something that I'm really glad that I ended up trying. Um, and I did, yeah, I want to hear what your thoughts about um, uh, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring were this week. Yeah, so this week um, I watched the extended edition version of the film, which is roughly three and a half hours long. Uh, it was quite the <gasps> epic adventure to, to sit down and watch that, literally, and figuratively, really, because it's a fiction. Um, yeah, look, um, I liked the opening, uh, like, montage of, like, what had happened in the past in the film, like in this adventure in Mordor, Middle-earth kind of thing. Um, bear with me. This is all kind of new. So there's a lot to process at like midnight during a storm that hit. And every every time like an epic moment occurred in the film, like boom, strike, lightning strike hit and it's like a loud booming sound. Yeah. Goodness. That's that's like helping you. Did that help you immerse yourself into the into the hectic world of, of um, 
of Middle Earth. Uh, yeah, like whenever there was like a fight scene or whenever like the Fellowship was in trouble, I thought like, yeah, I'm, I'm in this now. I'm, I'm with these guys. <laughs> did you did you have any um, characters that like really stood out for you or anything you really liked about it? Um, I think an underrated character is Gimli. <laughs> just because he's like this bearded dwarf dude and like no one gives him enough respect just because he's a dwarf. And there's like this yeah. elf dwarf beef happening in the film as well. It's like, what the hell? True. Yeah. But they, I feel like um, they uh, create like Legolas and Gimli have like, at the end they get this nice little kind of, you know, friendship going. I think yeah, maybe a it's a little there. bit like a bit of heat, but it's like, yeah, there's a moment there where it's like kind of nice, like the literal complete opposites kind of like find this common ground, which is cute. And there's even like a little like a tension between Aragorn and Boromir. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The memes. Uh, I didn't realize that were involved in this. Like the first five minutes is already a meme. Like, all right, fine, keep your secrets. Frodo tells Gandalf. <laughs> I was really surprised it was that early in the film. Yeah, it's so. I the only meme I can really think of is like the Boromir one, where yeah. he's like. Um, yeah, that's the big one. Um, <laughs> but it's, like, still... I mean, I don't know if it's, like, as popular now, but that was, like, huge, that meme. With the... Yeah, with the ring, yeah. Sorry. One does not simply. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Thea, you watched Star Wars A New Hope for the first time. So how, how did you find that viewing? Yeah, um... I actually, I yeah, I watched it very recently, and um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was surprised because sometimes big adventure films just aren't what I'm feeling. Like even when I watched, I was hesitant to watch Lord of the Rings the first time I watched it, um, but then I ended up just like really powering through all three films. Um, and it's kind of the same with with The New Hope. Like I just love that. I mean, I think everybody's so attracted to that like quest kind of thing and. Like, it's so, like, it really also, I think because I'm, like, just been in my house as everybody else has been for the past, like, few months, um, it's this, like, complete other world, other worlds, plural, that, like, you get exposed to and this, like, huge adventure and, like, all these new things and, like, really lovable characters. Like, that, like, that little crew they get going, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, like, C-3PO, like, it's just, like, I don't know, they're just so... Chewy as well, like I just, well, I just loved them as like a dynamic. It was so nice um, to watch. Um, and, yeah, and I like that it's kind of just like it has like weirdly now, I guess because it's been out for a while, it has like kind of a retro like vibe, which is actually like really nice to watch. Like um, yeah, the effects definitely a bit here and there sometimes. <laughs> but I think that's what makes it like it's very like uh, kitsch. I like it. Were you satisfied um, with the ending of the film? Um. Oh, yeah. I I I was because I was really actually I was speaking about this before off air. Like I had a really weird like opinion of Han Solo because obviously like Harrison Ford like he just is like such a dick like the whole time. Um. But then <laughs> and like but then when he left and he was like I'm gonna like just take the reward and go. Um. I was like oh my god no like you've split up 
your crew like what are you doing and then when he like comes back to like cover Luke I was so elated and I was like hang on this is not like I can't like hate this man and then when he like comes in and saves the day all over him so I don't know I don't know what's going on there I feel like it's like you know when you have when you have that kind of the cheeky like uh like a rough scallion yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a bit of a rebel. Like you just, you kind of like have this soft spot for them. I think that's what was going on. Um, but yeah, overall, incredibly enjoyable. Like more so than I thought it would be, for sure. I was, uh, sure. I was looking up. There's a 1978 animated adaptation of The Lord of the Rings by Ralph Bakshi. He's like this um, animation genius from the 70s. And uh, No way. Anthony Daniels, who's the voice of C-3PO in Star Wars, he voiced <laughs> he voiced Legolas in the in the animated version of Fellowship of, of Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh, that's so odd. Yeah, so that's like I that, cannot tie in together of those two franchises. Lovely. Oh, what a nice link. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um Speaking of that, uh, things we love, we will be uh, choosing new things to recommend each other for this coming week, and we've chosen to recommend um, favourite albums of ours that the other person hasn't listened to. Um, so I thought that would be a fun one. Um, going through a whole album from start to finish is always like a very big experience. Um, so with that in mind, Luca, what album are you recommending to me? All right, it's, a, it's an album close to my heart. came out in 2018. It's by... Uh, Kiwi band Unknown Mortal Orchestra. The album's called Sex and Food, mm-hmm. and it has nothing really to do with sex or food, but it's still a very—it's uh, a great listen. Like it's such a genre-bending album. It'll take you from highs to lows, and yeah, I hope I hope you enjoy listening to that. What album do you recommend me? Here? Um. Yeah, I'm very. I'm looking forward to listening to that because I know of Unknown Mortal Orchestra. I have not ever given them a good listen. Um, but yeah, I have recommended, this is like a recent album that came out last year, um, by an artist called Caroline Politech, who, um, I didn't really know much about. She used to be in like a duo called Chairlift, I think, and I hadn't really listened to much of their music, but she came out with this album called Pain, um, which, uh, yeah, I'm going to recommend that you listen to this week. Um, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to give too much away, but it has a little bit of like, it's kind of like art pop got a little bit of kind of reminds me of like Kate Bush or something like that um but it's a bit more like electronic-y it's got yeah and I'm not sure if you'll I don't know how you'll go with it but I I I hope you get something out of it so um I look forward to it yeah brilliant I'm looking forward to it as well it's like such a fun exercise um so yeah that's if anybody wants to listen to those albums or um or even or watch those films then feel free to um, but for now, we're going to move on to our next couple of tracks, uh, including a track from um, Australian duo Clo. Uh, the single is Insomnia. I think it was on last week's Sweet 16. So you should be able to find some info about it on sin.org.au. And, yeah, enjoy. You're listening to Get Heal on Sin with Thea and Luca. Um, you just heard a brand-new track from International Feature Album of the Sweet 16 playlist. The album's called Set My Heart on Fire Immediately by the band Perfume Genius. And the song was called Leave. And yes, it is time to leave you guys this week. That, that's a very appropriate um, a very appropriate end song to have there. Um, 
Yeah, I really like Perfume Genius. I, I think I heard him live, like, one of the first ever festivals I went to, um, Golden Plains. And, yeah, very, like, interesting, artful kind of performance. So I'm very excited to give that uh, album a listen. Um, but, yeah, we've had a really nice show um, just chatting about, what, Star Wars, Neoteric. <laughs> <laughs> Pros and cons of recording remotely, maybe. Exactly. Um, our our weird feelings about when things we like go popular, which I don't know if anybody actually resonated with that, but I think I certainly did. Mm-hmm. If that's the takeaway from this week. <laughs> Shout out to all I the volunteers. That feeling out. Shout out to all the volunteers, National Volunteers um, Week this week. But yeah, I think it's um, a nice chance as well before before we leave um, to just, uh, given it's National Volunteers Week, to just thank everyone at Sin and all the volunteers all around Australia. Um, your service is immeasurable, and um, and yeah, you some great work going on at the moment. Um, so yeah, our hearty thanks to everybody there. Um, thanks thank for a good show as well, Luca. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for volunteering for you. You can catch us on our socials. Um, get Serial 97 on Snapchat. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Get Serial. Awesome. Well, uh, 